0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the huddle, where we discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career. I'm Paul Stewart, and joining with me today is Jose, and Jose's with Preferred Flooring in Michigan. Um, we appreciate everybody joining us, and uh, just a quick housekeeping: uh, couple things. If you got any questions, click the Q and A button and chat your questions, and we'll address those as we go. So today's episode four, and we're going to be discussing understanding your value and how to increase your prices. Um, Jose, welcome. How's it been going, brother?
1: Hey, another week in the life of Jose. So it's it's been going pretty good. Uh, Busy, 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 busy right now. You know, everybody's uh, a little bit behind, Uh, of course, is, you know, the whole shipping issues are putting everyone in a bad spot. And then, yeah lack of, uh, lack of trained, um, help is, is also putting everyone in a bad spot, but we're pushing through, man.
0: Well, discussing that, I mean, one of the things, um, you know, when you're trying to increase prices or, um, you know, I think the first step is understanding your value and having the confidence to increase your prices. Well, where does confidence come from? You know, it comes exactly. from training and it comes from uh, certifications and it comes from experience. Right. 100%. I percent. Mean, airline pilots, the more time they spend in a simulator, the better they perform as a pilot. So their training makes them better and more confident pilots.
1: Right. It's a re- repetition.
0: That's right. So. Training and certifications. I've heard a lot of guys say, "Well, I don't make any more money because of that." Well, if you if you'll consider the amount of confidence that it breeds, because you are properly trained, and you add that with some experience, and now you have a good recipe for confidence, where you have the ability to, you know, ask for more and negotiate. You know, I took down. Yeah. A, I mean, I took a few. Uh, wrote down a few points here that you know negotiating your prices whether you're within go career or not um in the go career network or or you're not the key here is that you have the confidence so what are you bring to the table that other installers are not right that's where that's where that confidence would come from so what's your take on some of those things
1: um well the take is that you know Regardless of if you're going to get certifications or not, if you are well versed in a specific material for the install, you you get better, right? Your systems, your operations, you get uh, more efficient, faster. You you have the tendency to not accidentally skip steps or intentionally skip steps because you know the outcome. Um, so it it leads to a more successful install. Um, everything is very systematic in what we do, and uh, the The more you do it, the more repetition you get, the more efficient, which means the more valuable you are, not to only um, the client and either the flooring house or your own company, but to yourself, um, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a position to be aware of the material limitations, uh, expectations, um, and, and also give time back to both uh the client to yourself you know something that used to take five days takes four days now now should you you can charge the same amount but you're done a day early
0: you should Um, charge the same amount in fact it's more valuable to most companies if you're you're able to do the same amount of flooring in a shorter period of time than somebody else now i know there's you know there's been times where i've had clients say And I'm sure you have, too, where it's like, well, it only took you five hours to do this. We expected it to take two days. Uh, Can I get a discount? My my exact answer is no, you're not paying me for. And this may sound cliche, but this is the truth. You're not paying me just to do the job. You're paying me for the 25 years of experience to get this job done in five hours and not two days. Yeah. and i've been able to i in because of that i'm able to turn over your project quicker with higher quality and uh better guarantees. so you know th- those are ways uh, if y- if you can lower your time frame and increase your prices that's compounding that's like compounding interest so now you spent 5 hours instead of 14 you yep. got paid 5 dollars a foot instead of 4 and you've compounded your 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 uh, pay, your your total. Um, I guess you'd call it like your hourly rate. If you wanted to
1: yeah, break down into
0: an hourly rate, you're you're increasing that. So, and,
1: so and you, you, mentioned, you, know, sorry, you, you mentioned I'm
0: sorry, You mentioned you know, knowing the product and whether you're trained or certified, but that knowing the product um, and having experience as being a key piece. Yeah. Would you say that training and and certifications though are a shortcut to that?
1: Um, you know what, nothing is more of a shortcut than actually getting your hands dirty, right? Like diving in and getting elbow deep. Um, however, uh certifications and additional training can only speed up the process. It, you know what it does is it it brings to light certain scenarios that you might not have known about, or if say so you've been working with a material for you know five years, six years, and then all of a sudden you decide to go take a certification class, you might have an aha moment. And, and you know it's not you might, you will have an aha moment. There are gonna be about a dozen projects in your head that pop in and you say, if I would have known that prior to mm-hmm. this day right here, I could have avoided these issues. I could have saved this much time. I, I would have had that in my toolbox. That mental toolbox uh, is very important um, when it comes to creating an efficient systems um, uh, of installation, whether it's yourself or with the crew, it's super important to have that.
0: Yeah. Well, what I found um, in my experience is those aha moments, like you said, always happen. Uh, we've sent guys to certifications that have been doing it for 15, 20 years. And they're like, I didn't think I was going to learn anything. I was checking a box and <laughs> I learned a ton. I learned mm-hmm. two or three you know, things that equal a ton, meaning there are very important pieces that they learned in that training or that certification that can save them ample time and, and effort and make them more money. So, um, you know, you never know what nugget you're going to pick up that could save you, um, you know, a lot of time, a lot of effort, get better quality, all with uh, moving for the effort. I mean, everybody in flooring would like to make more money. So at the end of the day, if that's like one of the goals is how do we get paid our values worth, then how do we get there? And in, in my experience, having the training, the certification mixed with the experience is that's like the secret recipe. Now, I know that you know, there's a lot of guys that have a lot of experience, but they just don't know what they don't know when they argue that they don't need a training. So anyway, I beat that up enough. I mean, I just believe in being trained per industry standards, not to mention if something goes wrong and you have a failure and it's not a, and we'll get into this in another episode, but working with, uh, you know, inspectors and such, Oh yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, being certified and trained certainly helps you if um if you get into one of those scenarios and you will get into one of those scenarios. 100%. Uh, do you do you understand acclimation and why? Do you understand proper adhesive trials and flashing times and all that and why? Do you understand thermoplastic materials and LVTs and yeah. dimensional stability and all of that stuff. That that's the kind of thing you learn in trainings that you don't learn. You might learn how to lay something out and put things together to where when it's done, it looks good. But what are we talking about? We're talking about getting giving a product that's going to last a consumer. And in our case, it's commercial, in your case, commercial um, uh, end user. For the the length of time that they expect, which is 10 to 15 years, right? Not, not when you walk away, it looked good. So a lot of these things that I just spoke of are the things you learn in the certifications and trainings that you just will not learn from your uncle. You may learn the proper technique on how to trial, how to square up lines, how to lay out those things you might learn. But you probably will not learn how the product's manufactured. What makes one LVT just to pick on LVT because there's a thousand of them yeah. now. Yeah. But what makes one LVT better than another? What is it? They look the same. Or they have and the same install too, instructions. You know? Why does one give you a different performance than the other? You know. And the key is understanding those those things. So um, I'll give you a quick example. I we had a claim on about 700 foot of LVT and it was blamed on uh, improper adhesive transfer, right? Well, the transfer was well documented in the in many, many pictures. And so we were able to um, deal with that, but because of Lou uh, who produces the commercial floor report, uh, one of the things that came out was, look, LVT ought to lay there by itself with no adhesive without gapping or curling. It should be dimensionally stable. You learn those kinds of things through these reports. And as well, you learn those if you go and get certified in different, uh, you know, flooring products. So that's my take on, um, You know, having the confidence to go and ask uh, or negotiate your pricing. Another thing is, um, you know, believing that uh, and I wrote this down is believing enough to be clear on the front side that, look, I'm probably not the cheapest person. So if you're coming to me to be the cheapest installer, I'm probably not your guy and being okay losing some of that type of work. I know you guys have taken that tact before we take that tact. Yep, for and... sure that.
1: I just did minutes before we got on the phone. You know, it's, it's just, it's what you have to do. And it's, it's, you know, it's a confidence thing to right? We, when you know what you bring to the table, it's kind of hard to try to match what everyone else is doing. Right. You don't, it's, it's different. The value that you, the value you see yourself is always going to be different from what everyone else sees. Um, no matter what, but if you can back it up and you have a track record of backing it up, then then why not exercise that muscle? Why Why not implement um, a program like that? because it's it's for you. you know well, it's
0: your job. It's yeah. your job to then convey that information and convey why you're worth more. So I had written down, you know marketing to these efforts. Look, you're paying me, just like I said earlier, you're paying me for twenty five years of experience and training you're not paying me for the five hours of doing your job like you are but really what you're purchasing is all this experience training and certifications that are installers or back in the day i was certified um you know you're that's what you're purchasing so i i feel like there's been a a big uptick in that i know that um uh, as you know, I, I created Go Carrera back in 2018, and one of the things we're working on right now is working with architects to set minimum hammer ratings. Well, for those of you who don't know, a hammer rating is a skill score you, you get that's simply a mix between your years of experience, your certifications, and your trainings. And when you got each one of those, there's a complicated algorithm that that, uh, that uh, makes or, or creates the hammer rating based on those things. But here's my point. Architects want some, some way to understand that the installer is minimally viable to do their job. And so yeah. we're helping, helping with that. Well, where does all that drive from? That drives from your certification trainings and education and your experience. But it also derives from your ability to market to those things. So when somebody says that, look, you're too high, say, I understand not not as many people. And I've used this before. Um, I get it. Look, the other company uh, or other people, they don't value the, the proper training that, the way that Stewart Associates does. So, um, you know proceed at your own risk. I appreciate the opportunity yeah. and we'll catch you on the next one maybe, but just as a note, we're very rarely going to be the cheapest person in the room. Now, sometimes we are because of purchasing power, um, but outside that, like I really want to be hired because our systems and our our quality is higher than other people. Right. That's why I want people to people see the hired.
1: value. You want them to see the overall value. You know, the, the, the upfront cost it's hard to market yourself when a lot of people nowadays are looking at the upfront cost and it's not just nowadays it's it's been for forever um and if you can market yourself with confidence and and have them see the value that you offer it, that is not in the numbers up front that is in the long term value um a lot of people actually don't even think twice about that that's not even really an issue. <laughs>
0: Well, that's an interesting point, point. <clears throat> and the reason I say that is you installed back when VCT was probably king of the vinyl world at, oh, as yeah. well, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I've installed myself hundreds of thousands of feet of VCT. VCT is the most affordable product up front. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. What, the, <laughs> what
0: the LVT industry and the low maintenance flooring industry, uh, sheet vinyls and such have been able to do, is life cycle cost. So the life cycle cost of keeping a a VCT looking good through waxing, stripping and waxing every year, that kind of thing. um, And the fact that there's so much filler in VCT that it shrinks and doesn't look great. They have been able to sell on life cycle cost. Why can't an installer do the same thing? Like, you know, if we could come up with a metric of life cycle costs for a certified installer versus non-certified or you know, highly trained install installer versus a non-highly trained, like how how quickly do products fail, or yeah, how long do your products last? I mean, I've never done a study like that, but it'd be interesting. I guarantee that would be I would super almost sweet. guarantee you that the highly trained persons life cycle cost is lower you're not replacing that floor because it looks like crap uh in two years or three years and we've done that we've watched we've went in and replaced floors behind people just a couple years old that's supposed to be a 15-year floor but it wasn't installed properly bonding issues wasn't rolled things like this that caused the product to fail and the other company or the other installer you know nowhere to be found and um, that leads me to my third point. Stay around. Don't change your phone number. Yeah. Market to yourself, to your phone number, to your, to your brand. If it's Jose Flooring and not Preferred Flooring, you're, you're an installer and it's Jose Gonzalez Professional Floor Installations. That's awesome. But market, the, way you can, the only way you market to something is if something's consistent. So keep yourself consistent with the naming, consistent with your phone. Don't change your phone number every six weeks. Keep your phone number the same. (laughs) Be consistent and reliable. And that goes a long way with, you know, uh, being able to raise your prices as well.
1: Right. And then, um, you know, I like to add to that too, is, uh, um, hold yourself accountable, right? If you are, you know, everybody has a learning curve, right? Everybody goes through that phase where they're still learning about a product. They're really interested. They are putting in the time and the effort, and things go wrong. Hold yourself accountable to that. Learn from that. It's only totally a failure if you don't learn. Um, you know, hopefully it's something small. Hopefully you're not, your first time getting uh, your feet wet with a product, you're, you're not jumping into a 25,000 square foot uh you know lvt job and you know nothing about it because all you've done is you know L, commercial lvt all you've done is stretch carpet your whole life um but learn from it. It, it take the information that you gather little bits and pieces and use it if something goes wrong go tear it apart while, while you're removing it and replacing it yeah it sucks to have to bite the bullet and, and but figuring you know, out
0: why Right. yeah
1: but but you're you reverse engineering it you, you're trying to find out why and what it does is that it, it sparks your interest, right if you're like me you want to know you want to learn so you start reading you start doing more on the back end when it should have been on the front end but then it's those aha moments um you know and, and you did it for yourself um and, and most of the time the replacement of it is you'll gain that back um either from the client uh uh, giving you future work, or from the store giving you future work, because you just owned it, right? Hey, you know what? I did mess that up. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll make it right. Let's do what we can to make it right. If it costs you a couple bucks, it does. Um, you know, in the past we've had stores give me the product that they pay for the product. I provide the labor. Um, you know, and I was learning, and you know, or something else went wrong. And it's okay. It's okay to not be perfect because you're going to learn. Um, but those are the stores that trust me a lot now because I was very honest and said, you know what? Yep. Whether it was my fault or not, when they first came up to me and said it, I would just say, I am so sorry. Let's go check it out and see what we can do to fix it. That's it. I didn't blame anybody else. Yeah, Be there for anything. your
0: client, be yeah. in their hard times. When their floors uh, fail, I mean, they need you. Right, they don't know what to do. They need you, so don't run. Don't get too defensive over the deal. Yeah, I agree with you. Kind of have that learner um, kind of mentality. Let's see what happened. Investigate and then defend yourself if you're in the right. And if you're if you're not, fess up and fix it and learn.
1: Yeah. And just so everybody knows, man, science doesn't lie. So they they will call somebody and they they will take a very uh, neutral approach and and use science to to figure out what happened
0: yeah and by all means use use uh don't be scared and we'll get into this in another podcast i don't want to get off into it but you know don't be scared to hire your own uh in in, inspector uh in fact i think every installer ought to go through an inspection course i think that we're going to start pushing that at go carrera we're going to try to get every installer to go through an inspection course and learn what they're learning so that you know what to do uh in the cases that you're you're you know um having to deal with one so my final point uh, and you probably have some too but expand you know as far as uh being paid more making yourself more value is expand your offering you know if you're a if you're a carpet guy learn sheet vinyl or if you're a tile guy learn large panel you know gauge porcelain panels um, there's a lot of good training out there you can reach out to go career support at go career and ask where to go and and get a, a certain training we're in the middle of developing that full feature where you'll be able to at a click of a button right out of the app go to local trainings in your area but i would say expanding your offering uh will go a long way and doing it in the um, in the flooring products that are not so typical. We all love big LVT jobs or big carpet tile jobs, but I'll tell you what, some of the guys that make the best money are the guys who really dug down into pattern goods, woven uh, wools and sisals and seagrass and really went and got all those certifications and trainings to be able to like, do the theaters and the the casinos and the the you know different really high end um, hospitality work um, in sheet vinyl? It's one of the highest demand products with healthcare and probably has the the biggest demand from a uh, from a need standpoint, but the lowest uh, in supply from installers. Like high high quality. Flash cove, sheet vinyl guys are hard to come by. It's so aren't some intimidating. Of you, yeah. yeah, it's
1: just very intimidating. That's all it is. Don't, well, don't, you mess up me. a
0: piece of BCT, you're messing up a nine by thirty-six or six by thirty-six, whatever its size is. You mess up a piece of two hundred dollar a yard woven wool carpet, you're you're you could destroy a whole drop. So I understand, but yeah. that's also because of that risk is why you're paid a little bit more, uh, or a lot of bit more in many yeah. cases. So I would say expand your offering. It'll help you stay busy utilizing those hours that you have. Um, You know, maybe you don't have, maybe you are a sheet vinyl expert. Be, learn, learn some, some tile or learn some carpet, anything. You can fill your schedule up, thus utilizing your, your workable time. Uh, and you know, fill in work, um, one of the benefits of maps and go career is if a job cancels on you or something, get on maps and hunt, baby, you know, get on there and hunt around for work uh, in your area or other areas. Uh, maybe you, you can find a job a couple hours away to fill your schedule. But the key here is maximize your time and, and you get there by expanding your offering maximize your your experience um through trainings i mean you can't buy more years of experience but what you can do is buy you can kind of shortcut it with training and certification. so yeah we're big on that i believe in the the cfis and the the manufacturers uh the ntca you know manufacturers put on a lot of their own trainings like nora protectol forbo Mm-hmm. These companies they have high, high, high quality trainings. Uh, CFI has good trainings. They're expanding their offerings. Um, <clears throat> the NTCA and the NTCA University, even online, you can learn some tricks. Um, but there's hands-on at CTI, which is CTEF to be uh, CTI certified. Um, I mean, there's there's multiple training entities out there. So there's a lot. Uh, Get getting trained and then getting on go career to get your trainings aggregated so you get a good hammer rating and then get awarded work based on your hammer rating. We've proven one thing in three years we've been in business uh, and really, you know, just a couple of years with the new version is higher hammer rating and higher kudos equals higher pay. It's been proven. Uh, We have millions of dollars that have been paid out through the app to date and with that date comes data, and that data shows that if you're higher trained, you're getting paid better on that on in the Go Career Network for sure. And I believe that if you market yourself, even if you're not on the Go Career Network, and that's fine. But if you're not, market, you got to market yourself. That's what Go Career does is market that that um, your hammer rating for you to the flooring contractors that have subscribed to our to our platform. So if you're outside Go Career. You still need to learn how to market like these preferred flooring. <laughs> Daniel and Jose have done a wonderful job marketing themselves. You have to do that if you're going to be outside Go Career. And if you if you can get both, like Daniel and Jose, I think the future is very, very bright for you. But um, Thanks. you know, what's some other keys to increasing your pay? We got about uh five minutes or so here left. So
1: gotcha. Um I think we touched base on some of that last week, with as far as the image and all that, you know, it you want to increase your pay, you have to uh, do what you can to attract the right demographic. Um, you know, if was it was a dress for the part you want. Yeah. Right. So, so you got to kind of do that. And that's not saying anything bad about what you're wearing. I'm just, you know, using that very loosely as just a term. Um, that's one well, of the dress things for about success it. i mean it, yeah.
0: doesn't, it doesn't mean you wear a suit to go install floors but i did see um sorry to interrupt you but no a go ahead gentleman at the ntca showed a picture one time of old installers back in like the 30s or 40s and they wore like suspenders yeah. and a, a dress kind of a dressier shirt and a tie and they tucked it into oh, their shirt i mean they were like and they were revered on job sites. Um, it's funny when you talk to some people. That's how we want to be treated when we get on the right, job right. sites. The only way we can do it is band together, have a, like you just said, image, the
1: image, right, and skill set. So um, consistency. You know, you're you're not going to hit the top of a pay chart in a year or two years of experience. Um, you know, if if you stay. If you stay in the industry long enough, you're gonna create a, a following, so to speak. Once you create a following and, you know, instead of five companies or five people knowing who you are, five con- uh, contractors, you know, now you have 20. And then on top of 20, then you have 30. The more people that know you and what you're capable of doing, um, the more people that want you to come and do their work. And when they want you to come and do their work, you have a little bit of a negotiating power there, right? Cause it's like, you can kind of pick and choose Am I going left or am I going right today? You know, or for this month, you know, you get to pick then, the
0: most profitable project,
1: 100%. Like yeah. if you if
0: you have to choose, at least you can pick the most profitable one from yeah. your, the best of your ability.
1: And, and most profitable isn't always the largest project. It isn't always the biggest one. The most profitable one is the one that where you can maximize your, your time and effort, um, and when I say time and efforts, maximize your time on site. How much time are you getting back with your family or free time as well? What is that worth to you? You know, Value comes in all shapes and forms. And I think that uh, that's one to consider as well, depending on if you're an individual installer versus a company versus someone who's trying to get to a specific milestone with employees or whatnot, like know which, which one you're after and which one you wanna go for. So, so that way you understand what direction you should be concentrating on going.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, we will get into more like planning your business and, and, and doing some of that stuff. Um, But certainly the things that are easy enough to do that are in your power to do is get trained. Um, You know, you are in control of what you put on in the mornings and what you buy to wear. And, you know, once you're trained, you, you can utilize a lot of tactics to increase your, your pay. Um, be courageous in negotiating your, your, your amounts with your stores. And they may or may not be able to do it. We all work on budgets. I own a, a, a flooring company, and it's not always that I can, you know, afford to pay out a negotiated amount. However, right. if not, and I can't work with that guy immediately, sometimes it it, it puts a, you know, a little kick in the rear for, for our estimators or our project managers to kind of look at the numbers and see if we can squeeze a little bit more on the next bid to be able to afford to pay some more. So I want to work with the flooring industry overall but uh, you know the installers uh of the 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 installation community in general um from a store standpoint from a flooring contractor you know a full-fledged or full service flooring provider how do we do this together guys and you know i create a go career to help the installers band together in one spot tout their trainings and their certifications and and get hammer rated and and move that into more money um i'm i'm open ears when you guys uh, have questions please participate ask questions jose daniel's uh not wasn't able to join us today but uh you know he's usually on and and yeah. one of us can at least uh take a stab at your question and uh hopefully get you some answers help you be more successful in your foreign career so that's our goal that's our goal with the huddle um forward progress man like moving your your career forward and that's my goal with go career that's my goal with floor with my flooring company is just how do we how do we maintain a long-term uh high quality career well to me what what's good for the installer is good for the industry and we got to figure that piece out um and you know you still got to win bids and you still got to beat other flooring companies that don't care about this stuff. And I, you know, it's something that I know preferred beats their head up against the wall doing. And sometimes we do too. We do it a lot is fighting, uh, companies that don't value the installation community as, as we do. And, um, so we do our very best and, uh, we're open for suggestions and we're definitely open for any questions if we can help. So, Jose, again, thanks Thank for you. joining me today, dude. Thanks for your input. Yeah. Any Appreciate closing it. thoughts? Thanks for
1: having us. Um, a couple of closing things. Actually, I just want to kind of piggyback off of what you said. And and you had uh mentioned uh, get trained. So thinking outside the box, maybe maybe it's more get educated, right? Just educate yourself. You you don't have to get trained. I mean, that kind of puts like a, a label over you, but for the guys that don't like to be told what to do, because uh, I'll admit that I was one of them a very long time ago, you know, very stubborn. Uh, but um, I didn't necessarily want to get trained on anything. But if somebody would have came to me, you know, 18 years ago and said, and said get educated, that probably would have changed my mindset a little bit. And just get educated, man. Uh, um, educate yourself. Uh, you know, uh, try to hold uh, presence. Right. Whether it's with uh, your appearance, uh, how you articulate yourself, hold that presence and then confidence will fall into place. Once the confidence falls into place. Everything else will just start making a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, I, I, I must say that when you. If you look back on your career, though, when when you started to embrace trainings and certifications it appears to me from our previous conversations that that's kind of when it started to turn though because you got yourself around people that thought differently there's there's a lot to that too just being around people who think differently than than you know just the bare minimum sometimes
1: um you are that's just my um, two
0: thoughts my two cents um i believe I I agree with you getting educated, but I I don't think like we go to school and we go get every other trade goes and has trainings and continued education and those things to to help you become better. I'm not saying it's required to be a flooring contractor or a flooring installer. I'm just saying it can help. A two-year guy kind of has an idea of what he's doing. If he goes and gets a few trainings and certifications under his belt, and then goes out and applies more uh, experience to that, that. It just seems to me, and through our experience with uh, working with hundreds and hundreds of installers, that that's a pretty good recipe. Not yes. required, not like 100%. Every, I'm every. not saying every certified guy is better than every uncertified guy. That's not true. I'm just in general, if we took a population versus population, our experience going nationwide, doing flooring projects all over, when we've dealt with certified guys, especially sight unseen, like not knowing them, they, we just had a better experience.
1: It's a different thought process. And like you said, you, um, that curve, right? Like the, that tipping point is um, the, the, the old saying, you, you're a product of your environment. So if you surround yourself by, uh, or with people who are like-minded, it starts to resonate a little bit more, um, you know, the through networking and certifications, it did open up other doors for us um, as mm-hmm. a company, as individuals. And I'm very grateful for that. But had we had we never stepped outside of our comfort zone and, and thought outside of the box, that was kind of, uh, I want to say it was built by what? everyone around us was already saying and what they believed in, um, we, we might not be having this conversation today. So yeah. it's just one of those things, like there's a lot more out there. Put yourself in a position to learn from somebody else who is certified, who is factory trained, who has been around. Um, don't discount the information that they have because yeah. you feel like you know everything. It could put you in a position for, much better and much faster success.
0: Yeah. Be a learner. Well, I'm going to close this thing out. Thanks for joining us in episode four here. And, um, you know, to your guys' continued success, everybody on the, on the webinar here and Jose and preferred flooring, uh, much success to you guys. And we'll see you next Mm -hmm. week.